What is going on, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed back here once again, bringing you another live episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. We are back in action, of course. Dude, so glad to be here. And, dude, Obed, I am excited. Dude, football is finally back, yo. It's, it's about damn time. College football has been getting underway for a little bit now. Kind of a little different feel there, but uh, NFL is back. It's 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 weird, but it's good. I don't know how you feel, but I'm, I'm excited, bro. <laughs> It's, it's, it's glad to have some things back, right? Uh, I, I will take this uh, over some of the other things that we had before COVID, uh, but I definitely think it's good to at least see some, some sport going on uh, that's true to American roots. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely glad it's it's back in action. Got my Sundays of uh, NFL Red Zone up up and popping, man. Seven, that seven, free week was lovely. Bless <laughs> me for one week. I appreciate it. <laughs> yo, you had that free trial. Okay, that's what's up. Dude, NFL Red Zone all day. Yo. I'll co-sign that junk any day. Seven hours of commercial-free football all day. But anyway, when does he go pee? That's what I want to know. <laughs> dude, right? You don't have no lunch, no snack, nothing. Like, what the? That dude's the I can understand shit. if he was, like, on the phone and he, like, went into the bathroom and then put it on mute. You know what I mean? But you know. <laughs> He's on that Zoom and that mute button real quick. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Scott Hansen. <laughs> shout out to Scott Hansen. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's get right into it, dude. Um, Really quick, I want to actually start off with some baseball news, actually, really quick. Uh, I don't know if you saw that they're finally actually going to have a bubble uh, for the playoffs that they're having um, sites, I believe, in Texas, over in Cali, uh, you know, at, in San Diego and, and, and L.A. and stuff. But for different, you know, the NLDS and the ALDS, things like that. But I just really want to know, <laughs> why didn't they do this before? Because we see the onslaught of outbreaks of coronavirus throughout this, some of the teams with, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals, like damn near half the team got, got it there. I think it was in Philly and a few other ball clubs. But why wasn't this kind of a thing before? Why wait till now? Um, yeah, uh, I pointed to this last time we've had, and the ongoing as we've had these discussions. Um, it's really about ownership and their politics. Uh, these are individuals who I, you can assume the way that they vote, the way that they didn't even bring MLB back to play when they could have earlier because billionaires didn't want to prorate the wages of millionaires and the millionaires kept giving them offers and the billionaires kept saying no. Um, like one thing for me that I want to get across to everyone is the, the, um, the lack of sport that, I mean, I, I I appreciate that these individuals are owners of these teams and they put these these this uh, you know game out here, whatever game that is may be that you enjoy. Um, but really, this was more so for like the psyche and the sanity of all these people who have been in quarantine at home, not seeing family members, not seeing loved ones, um, not going out and living their life. That you know you couldn't get it, couldn't get a deal together because of greed and selfishness. And then you refuse to listen to science because that just doesn't seem to be the politics that you preside under or adhere to. Uh, it doesn't make any sense why there wasn't a bubble. So many other sports have already shown, international rules soccer has already shown it can be done. They might not have as much contact as hockey. Oh, wait, hockey has also made it happen. Mm, there you go. I don't, it, it's, it's ignorance, it's negligence. Um, 
And I mean, you know, that just seems to be modus operandi in the first place because they didn't do a bubble to begin with and they allowed travel, which as we've seen with Sturges and this, this uh, the um, motorcycle rally uh, is just a hotbed for, for the kind of troubles they have. The many subway series uh, that um, baseball had to cancel, a few interdivisional uh, mm-hmm. series that they had to cancel because of the outbreaks. I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, there's so many games that have been canceled or postponed just because of it. And... I feel that if they had this bubble in place prior to the season, you know, it, this could have all been avoided, you know? Yeah. yeah. It just, it's just astonishing to me that they finally realized, oh, you know what? Now let's, let's get it popping. You know, it's like, dude, come on. You had the whole time to figure it out. You, short, you delayed the season. You had it. You had, what, they're only doing, what, 60 games? So you had plenty of time to figure this out before. Um, speaking of, of – sports you know kind of getting back in, into action and things college football and news that the big 10 just announced this morning that the big day will be resuming play weekend of october 24th initially i think it was back in august they announced that they would not be participating in this fall season um i don't know if it's too late i'm i don't think i'm not sure if it's the right move or not um but it's going to be a little bit weird this kind of leaves the pac-12 kind of chilling in the corner by themselves. It's like that one guy at, at the school dance sitting in the corner too nervous to ask the other, another girl to dance and he's kind of oh, left alone. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's scared. He's like, you know what? He, you know, his friends are telling him, hey man, go ask her a dance. Go ask her. No, 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 I'm scared. That's pretty much where the Plax 12 is right now because they're pretty much the only Power 5 conference that's not going to be playing now. Now that the Big Ten is we're resuming the season. So I'm wondering if the Pac-12 will jump on the bandwagon and really and get into action. The Big Ten is saying that they're going to resume, um, again, towards the end of October, and that they will um, be, be complete, complete the season by the uh, December 20th deadline, which is Selection Sunday, uh, which is Selection Day for the CFP, CFP, CFP. You know, so is this really the right thing to do, Obed? And if it is, will it be a valuable season in the Big Ten? Uh, I don't think it's too late. I don't think it's the right move. Um, you know, I was watching the, and I think I mentioned this on our last show, I was watching the uh, BYU Army game and BYU had two players out uh, that had COVID. So there are kids getting it. Please don't let people make you think that children are not getting it and not getting any kind of symptoms because of it or ailments. Um, is it... The, 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 the concern is it's all about money and it's not just the money of the schools that we're talking about here. It's the money of the towns. You know, you think of a place like uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. I can only imagine how much money is brought into a place like Blacksburg, Virginia because of hokey football, literally just because of the games, the uh, companies, the restaurants, the, the shops that service a lot of these places have money coming in because these people descend on Blacksburg and bring their money that normally would not be there. And, you know, th- this is any small town place that the major sport is, is, uh, is football, college football, mm-hmm. probably going to benefit from them opening up. Um, you mentioned it earlier. They had tons of time. Why they didn't figure it out. I, I, I am just, this is one of the things that is really is hard for me to swallow. You had time. Time is the most valuable asset in the world forget money time you had almost an entire year to figure out what you were going to do 
and you didn't do it, right? You just, you basically, the people who are in charge of this are the people that um, maybe it's not right to judge them for this because you handle this, uh, this quarantine however you handle this quarantine, but they rested on their laurels. You had an opportunity to maximize this time that you had while we were shut down to be prepared, better yourself, figure out what you wanted to accomplish. And if you said, hey, what other sports are starting? Now that for me, now that hockey has shown that they can do it with bubbles, now that basketball has shown that they can do it with bubbles, it's no excuse. Successfully, it's no excuses. International rules football finish their seasons. The, the, the Bundesliga finished their season. They are practicing and on and on Friday are starting their next season. And we can't even get into the first season. And this is supposed to be the greatest country in the world. Come on. It's 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 just astonishing that everyone is such on different sides of the spectrum here and they're kind of all over the place. But I mean, I'm glad to see, you know, they're kind of figuring it out. You know, is it, is it the right move? You know, it's almost like if everyone else do it, Oh, I kind of, you might as well. Some people may look at it like that. You know, I, of course I'm a football fan. I love whether it's professional or college. I want to see football, but I also don't want to see people endangering other people. I will say that for unnecessary reasons, especially the, especially the younger younger generation, these kids, you know, in college. But um, I think they're going to be playing what, a nine game schedule here, so it's not going to be the same. I will say, is their season will have will their season have as much value as the other conferences? Let's say the ACC was playing. Well, they're only playing a ten game schedule, so maybe only one game more. I still think it's going to be awkward here. Um, just the way the season is rolling out limited games um i must still want to see football i want to see a product but it's just going to be different i'll say and i think that's kind of the general word for this this kind of sports year this entire year in general this 2020 it's just different and i think that's pretty much sums it up 2020 you know yeah yeah Yeah. you know people say unprecedented times and all that that's just a broken record of a term to use or statement to use but it's true never seen this before yep. it'll be different but but you know to be sure there are going to be places that are going to benefit from it being open is sure. i just feel like the the risk uh doesn't outweigh the reward for sure for sure let's move along old ben let's get to some nba action um before we even get into the colossal collapse of what is the la clippers <laughs> the, the choke as Obed references here um Talk quickly about the Bucks getting out in round two to Miami. Man, I think we, you and I both picked Milwaukee to go to the finals. Um, I think this shows that Milwaukee – well, Giannis cannot do it by himself, and the organization understands that, and they have since stated that they are willing to spend well into the luxury tax to create a better roster and to bring guys in to complement Giannis – and bring home a championship to Milwaukee at some point, hopefully, or even to at least just make it to the finals, uh, you know? Uh, but man, does he stay? Should he stay? I don't know. It depends on who they can recruit. So folks are maybe looking at maybe Chris, getting Chris Paul in there. Um, Cause I don't think Chris Middleton is that. I would say, even though he is, he is an all-star, he, made it, he did make an all-star team, so technically he's an all-star, but he's not that 
guy to generate his own shot whenever he wants to score drop buckets whenever he's not a you know not a uh not not a true true definition of a score he's not like a clay thompson just going to come out and shoot shoot lights out you know put up 25 and 10 a game you know whatever the case may be is but Giannis needs more and the organization finally realizes that I'm just still shocked that the fact that they lost and lost and lost in five it was it was kind of embarrassing dude the way they went out I mean I don't know what to say right I I agree I mean well I mean so (laughs) this is something I've been I've been fighting with in in NFL right now it it's it's a lot of fool's gold um and this is you know a mistake is when you do something twice and you haven't fixed it. The Bucks did not fix the fact that, yes, this behemoth of a man will take you to the promised land, as close as you can possibly get to the promised land. But he can't get you over the hump. And every time you lose games or big games with him, it's the same thing. They have shut him out. And when they shut him out or keep him from doing what he likes to do that makes him successful, nobody else can step up. You mm-hmm. cannot live and die by one guy who is not multifaceted. I don't care if he's working on his jumper. It's been seven years and it's not there. Okay. So you need to have somebody who just like you said, creates his own shot is able to score at will because they're going to be lulls when you're playing with Giannis. There are going to be times where he's not impacting the game and somebody's going to need to have a great perimeter game a great down low game to just get buckets quick and keep it going. I mm. cannot stand watching the NBA and guys come down and jacking up threes and missing it and just Sorry. missing. Wesley Matthews is not enough. You know, Eric Bledsoe is not enough. Who is Wesley Matthews? That's what, <laughs> who are you talking about? Right? Like who? And you got to be careful too, because you don't want to put a ball hog next to him. Like this mm. is why the Rockets don't work. Two guys need the ball 75% of the time. There's only one ball right? Russell Westbrook has not looked the same because he's not getting the ball 75, 80% of the time anymore, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it, it's, you have to have balance. You ha- and this, and we learned this from LeBron James a long time ago. You can't have LeBron on a roster as a young guy in the Cleveland Cavs and give him an aging and breaking down Shaquille O'Neal and give him, uh, you know, a litany of just role players who are well beha- beyond their prime, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. What do you think that they're going to do as Giannis? Let's say you're Giannis. What are you doing? I wait to see what the organization does. If I don't like what they do, deuces, I'm out. Because he has to realize unless they make adjustments and bring in a another all-star perennial, you know, league leading content, you know, player, they're not going to win. I mean, look at Miami. Miami is just playing good. I, and I will say this. Let me backtrack for one second. I will say that, though. I this That series, though, I will applaud Eric Spolstra because it does come down to coaching. And it's thing, I think for, Milwaukee, for Miami to beat Milwaukee the way they did, it shows how much more educated and how much more advanced Eric Spolstra is than Budenhauser of, the, of, of Milwaukee. You know, um, but however, I still feel think like Milwaukee needs a guy like a Jimmy Butler to come in there, you know, and play strong, de- play strong on defense as well as get you know twenty something points a game. You know, Milwaukee needs a needs a guy like who can just literally just dribble and penetrate whenever they need be, or take or take some outside shots. Let Giannis sit down in the post, get it, get boards. You know, 
have you and and somebody or somebody can do or, or somebody can really feed him the ball. You don't have that right now. You need a guy like a Damian Lillard, like a Devin Booker, somebody like that. You know, Bradley Beal. You know, some yeah, it's you know, who can who can complement Giannis well, but could also put up numbers when Giannis if Giannis were to go down because if you saw Giannis went down with that ankle injury. Who, who was stepping up? Who was putting up 30? All right, who's the next man up says, you know what, I'm going to put up 35 in this game, grab nine boards and get six assists to help my team win. They don't have that. No. They don't have that. And no. that's what they need. And so if I'm Giannis, I will see what the organization does. Now, he is eligible for the Supermax contract. Supermax deal, I think he'll get probably, what, 220, 220 million if he stays, if he signs man. that deal. If he leaves, I think the most he can get is like 180 from another team. <laughs> 180 million is not, not like it's a bad number, you know. Just sign a, a shoe deal and they'll make up the 40 million in sales right there. You're good. Right? <laughs> you know, go win. Go find some. You could go right now and replace uh, um, what's that fool's name who played with the, uh, the Orlando Magic and he plays with the Lakers right now and he's another big man for him. Um, Dwight Howard. White Howard, he could absolutely replace Dwight Howard on the Lakers, and they could come out here and look like the Lake Show with all these trees walking around scoring points. Come on, don't put don't put Giannis on the Lakers. First of all, they could, I don't think they could afford him. But second of all, it wouldn't be fair. That that just 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 give the Lakers a championship. If Giannis went to the, <laughs> oh, but LeBron can go to Miami with the best three point shooter in the world and Ray Allen and uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, and it's okay. You, you're right, you're right. But dude, come on. You put Giannis with AD and LeBron, it's a wrap. Come on, don't even don't even have the season with that. As long as you're healthy, of course. I don't even have the damn season, bro. It's the Lake Show. It'd be the Lake Show all over again. All I want to see is behind the back dunks. All I want to see is half court shots, just because y'all messing around because you're already winning by thirty. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It, we'll. I, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see kind of what they're gonna do. But if Giannis stays or goes, time will tell. Um, man, let's get let's get into uh, really quick before we again before we go to the Nuggets over the Clippers really quickly. Lakers Rockets series four straight for the Lakers. I mean, is this just some normal for the just the Rockets to just collapse in the postseason and for James Harden to just be mediocre? James Harden, he's MVP caliber all season long, and it comes to the playoffs. Womp womp. What's the what's the deal here, yo? This is going to be my my uh, topic of the day. Um, fool's gold. What are you actually watching? Oh, yeah, he's he's nice. He's nice if you're going to allow a person to take three steps on their step-back jumper. He's, he's nice if that's what you're going to allow him to do and rack up a bunch of points. Um, run and gun with D'Antoni and not even play defense ever um, in the mm-hmm. entirety of D'Antoni's career as a coach. Um, facts. Yeah, like I've said this before numerous times. It's great if you score 120. But if you give up 121, you ain't going to win. This, this is why I don't think Steve Nash was ever going to win anything of value because he could score 50 points and he would give up 51. Why you cannot defend your position. This is why I always gave the edge whenever he would meet up, uh, match up with someone like Chris Paul when they're playing out West because Chris Paul at least will defend his position. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> blow it up. Blow it up. There's no reason. There's, it, it, you, you've already you had one MVP. You weren't winning. You got two MVPs. That was just not a good idea. The personalities are too strong. Each of mm. those guys, both of those guys have gotten to a point where they need to be the guy on their team. But I don't look at James Harden as a leader. Um, no. I tell you I what, my I leader. I don't look at Westbrook as a leader either. Hmm. No. And, I, you know, especially if you're telling me, 
not even hours after the game, James Harden is in like China or is in, is he, they took a picture of him out partying somewhere in another country, like just up and left, just up and rolled out. Like you would think it that if you just lost a playoff series and this was probably the best team that they put together for you, the next thing you're doing is in the gym, figuring it out. When Deshaun Watson loses a big game, he's still on the field after the interviews, practicing his throws, practicing the routes, going over the video, right? Like, mm-hmm. These guys aren't serious. So, like, I think maybe we just need to stop expecting serious from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're good for the game because they score points, and that's all yeah. people care about now. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they're, these, are, these guys will be sore. They'll probably be forgotten, right? Yeah. They're, they are the guys who have played in the NBA, but, like, really, at the end of the day, great, you got an MVP. It's kind of like the, the Heisman. They give the Heisman trophy to guys like, uh, you know, Johnny Manziel, washout. They give the Heisman to guys like Tim Tebow. Could never play the position at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. Eric you know? Crouch. But, like, Eric Crouch, right? Like, <laughs> uh, hey, Eric, you should probably go play safety now. You know, like it's it, it's it's fool's gold. What what are they doing? Now, they mean something to the culture, but really, you're not, we're expecting too much of them. They're not going to win anything of value. So why well, was now that Dione has said that he's not returning to the team next year? I don't know what direction they go in. I know it's really you know, kind of said this already, but is Westbrook really a good complimentary teammate to Harden? I don't know, and you know maybe actually you know I'm going to say he's probably not. I'm going to say he's not. It's, it's not a good mesh. Like you said before, they both feed the ball in their hands 75% of the time. Um, and, you know, they're great. They can score whatever they want, but they, it's, it just doesn't work. Maybe, or you know what, maybe they need a new coach who can make them work together, who can kind of let, push, let them make sure they put their egos aside and share their, and share the rock better and play some better defense. Cause we all know James Harden don't play no damn defense, you know? So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a coach. We'll see what happens. But, man, another disappointing year for the Houston Rockets. Um, and speaking of disappointing, we've already mentioned it, the Denver Nuggets upsetting the L.A. Clippers in seven games last night after being down 3-1 to one in this series. One of the biggest chokes of recent history. Man, people were putting Clippers – people were putting Clippers to win the championship, dude. You have Kawhi Leonard, top five player in the NBA, if not top three. You have Paul George, top 10 player, if not, maybe some people may say top 15, whatever the case is, going against a young Denver Nuggets team with Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray all being too great. Like we, and we've talked about Jokic on this show before. We, we, love, we both love Jokic. He's one of the best passing yeah. big men in yeah. the game. Um, he can shoot from the elbow. He, he plays off the pick and roll so well. Um, but, man, how does this happen, Obed? I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, choke job. Keep saying it. Sounds like a broken record. Fool's gold. If you really – so if people go back to game six against the Raptors, if – so let's set the scene for this game. This is the last game in the house that our Warriors championship teams have built. They know when they come out here to play us, they are about to catch that work. So when you have a player in Clay Thompson, who wasn't even ranked as like one of the top 15 players in the NBA when they did a, the top 100 list or whatever for the year, I think it was like number 50 or 49 or something, just some nonsense mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. This man almost dropped 60 on the Raptors and we would not be talking about them with the ring. This guy single-handedly stepped into the plate and, willed his team because he had some 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 he cared 
Like he had character in what he is doing and the way that he operates. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard is a high character person. You never play. Are you injured? You don't say, but you never play. You're always roster managing. And then, yes, you make big plays for us, but I've never seen someone play so poorly. I mean, poorly. In 43 minutes, you had 14 points, six assists, and six rebounds. Are you joking? In a game seven? <laughs> With everything on the line? You, you should have 43 minutes and 50 points. Like, I'm not going home when Dame Lillard... Oh, for five in the fourth quarter. I mean, what you missing seven? Game seven, you're missing shots, fam. What's going on? Just tell us you're injured. Tell us you're injured and something is wrong. Otherwise, you're fool's gold. Hit and Paul George, Paul George, go figure it out. If you need to get a sports psychologist, go figure it out because you 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 came back from from the COVID break, and I guess maybe you just stopped playing on your own or something happened. I don't know, but he hasn't looked the same since Dame Lillard dropped a game winner in his eye. Mm, got him. PG was even worse. Only dropped ten. He was four of sixteen from the field, including zero for six in the fourth quarter. They neither of them made a bucket in the fourth quarter. In I game how seven. How many, how much each one of those missed buckets cost the team individually for just from a money aspect? Because as you know, just, it just didn't look like, again, Clay Thompson almost dropped 60 on, on the Raptors just to make sure he closed out his closing stadium the right way. And these guys on a good team with guys playing up well, well above their pay grade and guys like Patrick Beverly could not get a, done expecting too much of guys that maybe don't have it jamal murray made more bucket more baskets than Kawhi and pg combined you can't measure heart you i don't care who's what sneaker you're wearing i don't care all, how much money and you can't all, measure heart. all that talk about Kawhi leonard being one of the best in the game top three player coming off the championship with toronto one of the best best defenders in the game. Where was he in this series, especially in Game Seven? And that's what you do. You look at the body language. Mentally, he wasn't there. Neither was Paul George. And they're looking at each other like, "How do we figure this out?" You know, back in my day, when I when I really cared about the game of basketball and watched, you took the rock and you went and got the buckets. Jordan would turn it on and go and get buckets. Reggie Miller would turn it on and go and get the buckets. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Ray Allen would turn it on and go and get the buckets. Right. Uh, 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 Paul Walker, not Paul Walker, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce <laughs> would turn it on and probably get injured and be carried out and then go get his cortisone <laughs> shot. But maybe he just needs to use the bathroom and then come back <laughs> and turn it on and go and get the buckets. Right. The, I, I, one of the reasons I don't watch as much basketball as I, as I used to America is because it's just so soft. These guys spend more time putting on a fit and carrying their, their Gucci bag, um, their, their mm. Gucci. Uh, with their, their cut-off cut suit pants. With their, with their cut-off suit pants <laughs> and, and, you know, looking like they're going to Milan more than they care about the game that they play, okay? That's why Ben Simmons can't hit a three-pointer until the third year in the league, right? Guys are hitting three-pointers in practice hundreds of shots before they go out and they make the one that looks amazing in the game because they practiced it so much. 
fool's gold. It's just amazing to me, man. It really is. I just can't believe it went down like that. And I'm 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 just I'm just shocked. I'm, I think the whole basketball world is shocked. Um, the Clippers. I don't know. I don't know if Doc Rivers returns. I will say that I don't know if Doc Rivers returns as coach because he's on the hot seat. When you get he doesn't Col- deserve to be. When you he got Kawhi, you got PG. You going against this young, inexperienced, inexperienced Denver team? You shouldn't. And you're up three one. You're up three one. There, something needs to be something needs to be done you, um, you gotta watch that game watch that game and turn the sound off and just watch the body language of doc rivers he looked like he was coaching his kid trying to just trying to motivate them to play the way that they knew and they just looked like they were in their motions mm-hmm. it didn't look like uh doc rivers was leading a group of men who were who were a bunch of professionals who were like our job is to come and win this game they look like they were lost and if that's the heart you're going to bring to the game you're not winning anything yeah Quickly, let's um, let's make our finals predictions since it's going to be a little bit different than what we expected. Um, I'm still going to go with the Lakers from the West. I think Lakers will surely get past the Nuggets, probably in five. Um, and as far as the East con- is concerned, I know Heat won Heat won Game One over the Boston Celtics. I'm still going to go with Boston in that series, though. However, um, I like Jason Tatum's a stud. I think. Compliment Jalen Brown is great. I know Butler's playing playing great ball for the Heat. Crowder's playing, but you know Drogic is was shooting the ball well too for them. But I'm still gonna go. With, I'm gonna say Boston in six in that series. So I'm gonna say it's old old school rivalry, Lakers and Celtics. You know, like back in the '80s. You know, yeah, Magic versus Bird all the time. I'm gonna say that's you know say it again here. You know, Lakers and Celtics uh, in the finals. That's what I'm going with here. I'll bet quickly your thoughts on the finals matchup. Who you got? Uh, if people don't learn to play with as much heart as Jimmy Butler has brought to the Heat team, I mean Jimmy Butler is just an outstanding individual who just adds so much. Like you said, the the um, Bucks need somebody like him. If the Celtics don't pull it together, which they should, Killer Kemba's out there, fantastic step back with great leadership. Jason Tatum out there, congratulations to Jason Tatum to be uh, announced as part of NBA All Third Team kudos to him yeah. uh i could see them i could see it go down to six i could see the heat take it but i'm gonna go with the celtics lakers uh you know i don't and i don't think anyone's stopping lebron from getting his his next championship before his movie drops <laughs> yeah man uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one though lakers and celtics i will like to see, i would like to see that so i i'm thinking I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to stay with my pick as overall champion Lakers as well, too. Let's get into some um, NFL action and news. Uh, Your boy Jalen Ramsey got a brand new deal with the LA Rams. Now he's going to be the highest paid cornerback in the league and went four years, 71 million guaranteed. Is he worth being the highest and best paid corner in the league? Um, we're going to get to this point every single time we hear talk about these contracts. The NFL has had sorely underpaid players for so long. And with the new contracts for, uh, you know, the social medias and the TV revenue contracts, it's just going to be hard for you not to pay these guys. They're not going to be long, long-term contracts. We were reporting that it's four years, 71 million guaranteed. 
Um, and you know, we're, we're doing that because it is the numbers are like five and, and more than that, like a hundred something, but it's only four years, seven, one million. And if you look, a lot of these contracts are four, one, three year packs with a lot of guaranteed money because mm -hmm. the NFL, an organization that used to have a 501c3 designation, which got rid of the 501c3 designation, because I'm sure they're just making way too much money is going to be either unable. You just had the Kansas city Chiefs sign this guy for $500 million and in a, such a creative way to pay him based on him being on the roster, as opposed to paying him based on other metrics, ensuring that some guys get all of this guaranteed money because you just can't act like you don't make that much money anymore. Um, does he deserve that money? He, he's probably one of the best uh, corners in the league. Um, does he deserve that money? I, I think there's going to be a guy that resets the market every single time for like, this is what the pay is. Kirk Cousin is a guy who basically reset it for uh, quarterbacks continuing to get $30 million a year standard. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, does it, guaranteed, he is yeah. guaranteed. He, I will give it to Jalen Ramsey. The man deserves his money until he's his, play drops off right now he looks like he's playing well and he's also doing a little bit of acting as well we'll talk about that later um <laughs> uh now uh let me pose a question to you uh sherman should they be spending this money elsewhere when you look at the rams like do you see deficiencies there that you know you brought him in off the trade do you why resign him he, you know it's interesting because yeah Jalen ramsey is an elite corner um, however, I think the Rams need, do need to be spending money elsewhere, um, whether it be specifically on defense and the, from the linebacker position. You know, Clay Matthews is gone. They didn't, you know, they let him go in the offseason. Um, yeah, wide receiver wise, Cooper Cup, Joe Robert Woods, good, good players. I like, I do like Cooper Cup. Maybe go after an elite wide receiver. Um, Tyler Higby, your tight end, not really an elite tight end there either. You need some more firepower for Jared Goff to kind of sling the rock and get him some yardage and get to put up points in the game. Because, you know, as we all know, you know, this is a passing league. I want to see the offense, I want to see scoring. And the Rams aren't – I don't believe the Rams will have a prolific offense this year. So I do think they should be spreading the money around and not just on one guy. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think that you, you want to spread it around. You have to try to be as inventive as you possibly can, creative with as you possibly can. They did just sign, re-sign Tyler Higby. They did just uh, um, re-sign Cooper Cup. Um, I, I don't really like Cooper Cup because he doesn't beat man coverage. Rob, Robert Woods is probably the most consistent guy in that uh, wide receiver core over the last two, three years. Yeah, Woods um, is more of a deep threat feel. Cooper yeah, he does threat. that that mid yeah, yeah, it's kind of like you're like uh, Julian Edelman type type player. Yeah, he's, he, he plays that, like, Y slot role where he's the big tight end but is a wide receiver, and it just was just getting chunk yards after chunk yards off of it. But I agree. I think for mm -hmm. them, looking at their team, the offensive line had been so bad last year that they just couldn't keep Cooper uh, – couldn't keep um, – Jerry Goff upright that, you know, if you're going to be making these payments, you probably should be making them to people who are, you know, part of the line of scrimmage. And to that point, you know, we look at some teams who are now, okay, well, maybe we do need to pay individuals who operate at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Saints signing Alvin Kamara to a $34 million, uh, $330,333 guaranteed contract. It's like a four-year pact. Um, and the Vikings signing Dalvin Cook to a $28 million guaranteed contract. Looks like it's a four-year, $7 million a year pact. So Alvin Kamara, four-year, eight-year, four-year, $8 million pact. Mm -hmm. Are running backs getting paid again? It's, Is their value coming back? It seems like they are. You know, Zeke got his money year before. Um, 
you know, it, it seems like they are. Tyler Gurley got a new deal when he went to Atlanta there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you know, they are, they should be getting paid. You know, Le'Veon had to sit out to get his money, yeah. you know. With, Chris McCaffrey just got paid. McCaffrey got paid. Yeah, dude, so it seems like, yeah, the league is giving value back to the running back position as they were before, you know. Um uh, I'm wondering if, if and when um, Saquon gets Saquon gets gets that big payday that he should he'll he'll definitely deserve one day. Now I know he's obviously he's, he's young and he's young in the games, of course, but I think he'll he's going to be one to get a big payday sooner soon enough. Um, you know, I'm wondering if Leonard Fournette gets one in Tampa Bay if he takes over for 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 Jones down there down there. Um, wondering how that's going to go, but man, it, it's it's I'm glad to see it because running backs. Especially in fantasy football, are probably or you know, are are very important. <laughs> you know, they're very. It's funny. We all know they're very important, but somehow the people who write the checks for them seem to say, "Oh no, no, no they're not important. They're not important." <laughs> right, right. It's all about yeah, QBs. It's all about your your dominating defensive end or yeah. your your cornerback, as we just mentioned with Jalen Ramsey before. So yeah. it's interesting to see. But I'm I'm good for them getting that money though. Hey, I like it. I like it. And so okay, so let's roll into the recap. Uh, let's talk about week one. We finally got it in the record books. It's here to stay. We're well, well, it's here as long as we don't have major outbreaks. Um, in the opener, True. Chiefs dominating against the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, um, go ahead and take us through this game as far as what did you see? What did you like? What things do you think uh, are going to be consistent or change? So... I basically have one thing really to say about this. It's kind of surrounding the Texans, Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien. Um, I think after the game, when or even through the game, when Deshaun realized that uh, he didn't really have anyone to throw the ball to, um, although he did throw, he did sling it. You know, Will Fuller put up some numbers in that game, but mm-hmm. he didn't really. You know, he's not. That's yeah, not going to happen every single week. No. Um, I think. More so after the game, people were saying to Deshaun Watson, he going to cry in the car. Because he mad as – okay, he mad as hell at Bill O'Brien right now for getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, okay? That's all I'm saying. He – you know damn well he was saying, D-Hop, we're, oh, oh, crap, he ain't here. Damn. He is going to miss DeAndre Hopkins this season – Deshaun Watson's a ball. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying T-Hop is the only reason why Watson was putting up numbers. He's a baller. This dude's, a, this dude's legit. Don't get me wrong. But, however, the Texans were going to miss D-Hop extremely more so than, you know, this season than, you know, uh, even than ever when he was hurt. But, man, it's just a shame. Wolfler, he had a good game, eight catches for 112. But, but, but dude, the offensive onslaught, the Kansas City's put up this rookie running back in Edwards Hilaire and King Casey, man. 25-138 in touchdown. I mean, I, I feel bad for that defense being giving up that much work. He gave somebody the hezzy and put that man on skates, you know, you, you, mm. and it would be nice. Mm. It would be nice in a passing league, like you mentioned, Sherman, to be able to say, hey, we have a guy that I can pass really well with so that we can keep up because it was it's the Kansas City Chiefs are going to boat race you, and they got – probably the fastest core of guys running four, two, four threes across their offense. And you just can't line up and, and stick with them. And then if they don't like that, they'll run it down your throat over and over and over again with a proven system run by Andy Reed that he's taken on the road and shows work. So. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just gonna. I think like the Chiefs are just gonna keep on rolling, man. They got so many, just so many weapons. It's so dangerous. Um, I'll definitely obviously get excited to see them play. Um, you know, I was also excited to see play, and I'm sure you were too. Uh, and your boy Cam Newton out in out in with your New England Patriots, dude. What was your kind of feel on this first game for Cam? And what do you think the Patriots' kind of expectations are for this season? So going into the first game of the season, or at least going into the fact when they signed him, I was like, okay, we're not throwing the ball as much, you know. And I mean, I, the the bed and butter of a Tom Brady offense's ability to sling the rock, um, and you know. Tom Brady is one of the NFL's best drug dealers because he will get on the corner and he will sling that rock. I mean, you might think it was New Jack City. Um, and so yeah. when Cam Newton comes in, 42 carries as an offense, 19 passing attempts. He was 15 to 19, 155 yards, zero touchdowns, no interceptions, mm-hmm. two rushing touchdowns on the ground, really solid outing for him. But Everything looked so tempered down, tapered down, very simplistic, you know, small windows. They only had Julian Edelman on the field for like 54% of the, of the plays because they didn't want to overuse him. He is literally the best wide receiver, most polished wide receiver, and they didn't have a guy to return punts, so they wanted to give him some punt work as well. That when Cam was throwing, that's when they brought Julian Edelman on the field. If Cam wasn't throwing, they took Julian Edelman off the field. But mind you, this is against Miami. True. I, I, I thought this score should have been at least 35 to 11, not 21 to 11. N- not a touchdown in the fourth quarter in garbage time by the Miami Dolphins, putting it, making it a 10-point game, making it a two-score game. In the fourth quarter against Miami, at, and, and mind you, in the, at home for the mm-hmm. Patriots. Oh my goodness gracious. Now remember me, there, that, there's no crowd. There's no crowd. There's so no the, crowd. These, these home games aren't really going to, it's going to be very different. And I think you yeah. saw that in the NBA where yeah. the home is, there's no home court advantage or home field advantage yeah. anymore that goes out the window. So it's really trying yeah. to, it's going to show you how, who is the better team on the field because the home court and home field advantage definitely plays a part. Look at look at Atlanta. Atlanta versus Seattle. Seattle waxed them. I don't know if that game goes that way. If Atlanta is bumping loud inside that stadium, but without those fans, they mm-hmm. couldn't muster a little bit of anything else. It's, it's what different. I saw from Cam. What I saw from Cam was good. What I saw from Cam, I like. But that's what you get. And like, if he kicks an injury and he takes, he took a big hit on one of those touchdown runs. It looked like he got up a little slow. You know what happens to your offense? I. I Again, I stress that I believed Brian Hoyer was going to be the backup because you can continue to run the same Patriots offense that we've seen with Brian Hoyer. It is beer pong. You are hitting water or you're not hitting anything at all. And I'm concerned. You yeah. threw 15, 19 passes. Fine. You, you, you only missed four of them, but nothing in the end zone. You know, some of the windows, some of these play. Guys, go back and watch your NFL replay. It didn't look like the kind of show you could take on the road like you're going to have to against Seattle on Sunday night football mm-hmm. and think that you're going to come here and do something to Seattle. They play like that. They get waxed. Dude. Both raced, boat raced every single week, $25 million. And the comfort of knowing that people aren't going to jettison from the team because Brady's still there is a very small price to pay, especially if you want to replace Brady with Trevor Lawrence next year. They play that kind of mediocre football. Your boy, dangerous Wilson is going to roll. They are letting Sunday him night. chef boy RD out here and they're going to let Russ cook. Um, and, you know, Hey, 
I'm gonna keep it rolling because you know I love me. I love me. Like I said, I love my my Patriots guys. And Brady was out there. Mm. Steven Guskowski, if the leg is done, if the quad is done, bro, retire. You're gonna waltz <laughs> oh. into the Hall of Fame, but you can't come out here and miss all these all these field goals, man. It's not mm. good for you. Mm. Um, and so Brady, if you go back and watch the game, Brady didn't look bad. Honestly, a lot of the issues were injuries to some of those players. Mike Evans hamstring. God, Chris Godwin apparently got a concussion in that game. Nobody knew. Mm. Uh, he's in concussion protocol this week, so we don't know oh, how wow. much that was affecting him in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and- there were timing issues. Trust issues were off. You know. I mean, what did you see? Dude, there's obviously this game was built up Brady versus Breeze with the with the Bucks at the Saints. Um, you know, and quite frankly, it was. It's, it's going to play a part for the Saints, too, all season long with no fans being in that stadium as well either, you know, because that was one of the – that's one of the biggest, most dangerous places to play when you got those fans in there. But, man, this game, I don't know. I, should there be some sort of level of concern for the Bucks' offense? Because, to me, I thought this was going to be a shootout between the Bucks and Saints. I thought it would be 45 to 39 final score, you know. And the Bucks, they just looked kind of mediocre. Brady had a couple picks, so one of the things where things was deflected. Um, but they didn't establish the run. And I know Bruce Arians likes to throw the rock. He did it with Jameis Winston before. We talked about the no risk it, no biscuit type of thing, you know, last last time on the show. But man, Jones, he carried 17 times, 66 yards. But I thought Fournette was gonna get the ball more, only five carries for five yards. Shady McCoy didn't even have a single run at all. He had one little catch. But you've got so many weapons here. Where was Gronk at? Two grabs for 11 yards? Is it just Tom Brady not being comfortable in that in that offense yet? I, I, I'm not sure. But I thought – honestly, I thought this was going to be a shootout. I think – there should be some level of concern right now, not in a, not a high level. After all, it is only week one. I think as the season goes along, they they will start to jive. It will get yeah. better, and you will see the Bucks rolling, putting up you know thirty point thirty points a game soon enough. Yeah, I think I think if you look, if you go back and you chart all the throws and you look at what happened, I mean. One was a pick six, right? So pull that six off the board if that mm-hmm. pick six isn't there, right? You're talking about a 24 to 28 game, right? Like that game was a lot closer. And had they had the preseason to actually build that rapport, I have fully feel right. like that would have been a completely different game because Absolutely. the throws were there. Tom had to produce because there was no run game. And this, and this is my concern. Uh, Mike Ditka once said famously when he was coach of the saints, if you have three quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Bruce Arians, if you have four running backs, you don't have a running back. That needs to be one person's job. These guys can't come in and not get a rhythm and then say, oh, we're going to ride the hot hand. What, what does that even mean, right? Like, how do you get a hot hand if you're only in for five carries and you mm-hmm. run 70 plays? Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, it's, it's, it's their thing. I think they're kind of fooling themselves. Figure out who the core team is. And I, I saw Tom on one play where he, I don't think he liked the reads. I honestly don't think he liked the read for when, but he threw the ball there because it was supposed to go to Mike Evans and the guy was double covered, you know? So there, there are things that will have to mesh. What does Tom like to do? Tom likes Scotty Miller. I know that much. He wants to run him into his little Edelman option routes, his little Wells Walker option routes. So maybe he'll get the opportunity to do that. But I agree with you. There could be some concern if they don't start putting up 30 a game in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for real, man. It's going to be, I, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to their, 
to their season and see how they how they jive. But it, but my level of concern is it's a little bit there. I will say it's a little bit there. You know, um, dude, let's get into an old segment of an oldie, an oldie but a goodie. Let's, we are back with you, right? You mad uh, here on what's the word entertainment? So my first question to you, Obed, is my first statement I should say is that the Chiefs will go undefeated. Sherman, you man. I, I, as much as I think the Chiefs are a fantastic team, um, they look like they have all of the pieces. Uh, I can't look at their schedule and think that they're not going to, I don't have them beating the Ravens. If there's one thing I know about playing the Ravens, you need to be able to go into their home and exercise the demons. And the Patriots were maybe 75% at that, right? And those were some amazing teams that I watched the Patriots play against the Ravens. And those weren't even the iteration of the Ravens that we're looking at now, that everyone's fast. The quarterback is insanely good. will go and drop four touchdowns in a quarter when he needs to, when he wants to at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, one of the things that makes the Ravens look better than they actually do is because nobody covers Mark Andrews. America, put <laughs> – your best coverage and safety help over the top anywhere Mark Andrews goes. That's the guy. I'm disgusted to watch defenses being burned by him, knowing that that's where the ball is going. It's not rocket science. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I just don't think they're going defeated. They'll probably get a slip up at the Ravens uh, and potentially could have an issue at the Saints, uh, depending on what that team looks like in December. Um, but, you know – Outside of that, I could see them as as a uh, fourteen and two, fifteen and one team. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Next question here on you, right, you man. The Bills will win the AFC East for the first time in a long time. <laughs> I'll say it. Am I right? Or am I just crazy? Yeah, Sherman, you might be right, man. I, I again, we've we've discussed that you cannot take that show on the road that the Patriots did and think you're going to win a lot of games. If this is a passing league and you have a guy who doesn't really pass well, how do you expect to keep up? You can't run all the time. And really the run game was all of him, right? Like I, I, if you look at the stats, James White got injured. They like Rex Burkhead, but Rex Burkhead, they weren't even giving run to in the, during the post, uh, during the uh, preseason, preseason, during the summertime. Um, It's, it's, when you look at the Bills, they have a young quarterback who hunt yards on the ground. I mean, he missed two wide open guys in the end zone. He could have had four touchdowns over the weekend. Five touchdowns over the weekend. Um, they've got speed at the receiver position with guys like John Brown, guys like Stefan Diggs. Uh, Dawson Knox is a great tight end. The running game, they just added Zach Moss. Looks really good for them. Devin Singletary is really good for them. It's hard for me to see that you can contain this team. And this is a 10-win team from last year, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe even yeah. 11 wins. Ten, um, playoff yeah, team. Yep. You know, people had their number uh, for when they went down to play the, the Cowboys, and they beat the Cowboys. You know, so uh, it's something to keep in mind that this is a dangerous team. The AFC East is changing, and I hope that the Patriots can keep up. I'm not going to take anything from Bill Belichick, but. Yeah, without Tom Brady, it's going to be a lot different in that division, I will say. I will say, yep. Let's get into the picks for this week. I know last week, last week show we didn't we didn't announce our picks. It's our bad, but we did shoot it out on our Twitter. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at the WWE to make sure you catch up there. We did have our we did get our picks in officially uh, before the week started. Uh, quick a quick recap. Uh, I went nine and seven. Obed, you went ten and six. So you're out to the front with the early lead there. 
Um, let's get into week number two. Looks like we have all the same picks except for one, Obed. That is the Cincinnati and Cleveland matchup. Um, what are you here in week two? I'm gonna go, I'm going with Cleveland coming off a disastrous game against Baltimore. Obviously, no one expected them to win that game, but man, they just pooped the bed, say, for lack of a better word. <laughs> uh, you know, and having a third and 41. It was just absolutely ridiculous. That's probably the most normal thing of 2020 so far. The Browns just being the Browns. So um, I will go with Cleveland in that matchup. And I see that you're going with Cincinnati. Is that right? I'm on a Cincinnati. And I will <laughs> say that I'm on a Cincinnati really because um, while they're probably not a complete team by any means i really watching uh what joe burrow put together he makes me fall in love with the art of quarterbacking again i am so happy that they kept aj brown aj green there because aj just needed a guy who could deliver the ball to him and like it looked like aj was happy to play that two minute drill at the end of the game to give them an opportunity to win joe burrow looked the way you're supposed to look like a quarterback right you're hitting windows you're finding the open man you're looking for who's winning the play you're not taking off from the pocket every five seconds because you only do look at one read and go you know like it, it it and it's not the fool's gold of and this is why if it comes down to quarterback number one pick versus number one pick i'm taking joe burrow because baker mayfield ain't it i don't know what in dude, what he, society he look real soft dude he looked i soft. just he you know, and I mean, I know they had character concerns, but I think you're, you're, the problem is you're realizing that these guys aren't as fast at the pro level. They're not as crisp at the pro level, but they win the Heisman Trophy in college and they look like the best player out there when it's actually fool's gold because it's not true. And Baker Mayfield is not it. There's already rumblings that they're trying to get rid of OBJ because he's becoming a cancer in the locker room. But OBJ has been the same guy when he played for the Giants. He wants the ball and he wants to win. And if those two things aren't happening, you're going to have problems. But I remember back in the day, you want to play with somebody who wants the rock because yeah. I know he wants to win. Why are you not giving him the rock? Now, he did have a couple drops in that game. I will say that. He did have a couple drops, some easy catches, but he should be getting targeted at least 12 to 13 times a game. Easily. He had 10, he had 10 targets, three or four of those completely not catchable. Then he had some bad drops. I think he ended up with three catches for 22 yards. It was yeah. pretty bad. But it's at least, bad. I'd say at least 10 to 12, excuse me, 12 to 13 targets, at least, if not at more. Least. If you the know? game is going well, you prepper him more. It's He's yeah. one of the guys that's always open that people are, have a hard time covering. And you know Jarvis Landry is coming back from a, a, a thigh uh, surgery, a hip surgery. Mm -hmm. So you're not even running him as much as possible, but you're still giving him more work than you're giving. Or better, I'd say better routes for his skill set than you were giving OBJ. Yeah. Let's move along. Next matchup, the New York football Giants at Chicago. We're both going with the Giants here. Chicago, Mitchell Trubisky looked poor say at best for the, for the first three quarters and, and he just somehow showed up in the fourth in the fourth quarter and got that w which they probably should have lost if they if deandre swift catches that ball in the end zone for the lions yep you know so um well but it looks like we're both dollar general with, mitch dollar general Mitch. <laughs> yeah we're both going with the giants here next one here atlanta at dallas dallas coming off that tough loss can we say they got robbed in that in that um, that night game? Uh, with the Academy Award goes to Jalen Ramsey. 
I'm sorry. And listen, America, if there's makeup calls in basketball, and that's something I learned when I was like 15, 16, mm-hmm. from my friend's dad, that there's makeup calls in basketball, there's only makeup calls in football. So when you don't get uh, pass interference, excuse me, roughing the passer on a helmet hit, by Alden Smith on Jared Goff to nullify an interception, he's definitely going to give them a makeup call of Jalen Ramsey getting away with uh, pass interference, offensive pass interference. Um, it's nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. They were definitely robbed. Yeah. Um, Detroit at Green Bay. My boy A Rod, Aaron Rodgers doing big things. Green Bay all the way in this one. I think I think this is kind of an easy one. Jewish, what you say? Yep. 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 Devontae yep. Adams coming back in. Yep. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jacksonville some the surprise comeback from behind win over over Indy last week. But I'm gonna go with Tennessee here. Derek Henry is gonna he's gonna pound the rock all, all over them. Let's go Titans. AFC South matches ups are just matchups are always crazy. That's why I felt like what happened Colts in it in a Jacksonville. You didn't think that was gonna happen. Colts have a revamped defense. It should be really good. Uh Gardner Minshew tore him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minnesota at Indianapolis. Minnesota all the way coming off that tough loss because we, uh, we said it against Green Bay. Minnesota should definitely take this one. I don't know if Phillip Rivers is going to do what the Colts want him to do. And now that Marlon Mack is gone for the year with the, with the rupture, the torn Achilles, it's going to be rough to the rookie, the rookie running back, Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Hopefully he balls out, but I don't know what Phillip Rivers is going to be able to do for them this season. Yeah. Buffalo. Uh, moving on, Buffalo. Yeah. Miami. Buffalo, Miami. Oh. Buffalo all the way here. Miami's, Miami's, there's no contest. Obviously. <laughs> Let's go, Buffalo. <laughs> That's right. Um, San Fran, the New York Jets. Come on. The Jets. Le'Veon, I mean, Bell's, on. Le'Veon Bell's on IR. They don't have a good Frank team. Frank Gore is the starting running back for the New York Jets this week. Isn't he 87 years old? 88. What? Oh, 88. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they, they have a bad roster. They have an even worse coach. Um, I, shout out to my all my Jets fans out there from New York, but dude, start start a petition, get rid of Adam Gase. Um, Rams at Philly, we're both going with the Rams once again. Philly with a poor, poor effort against the Washington football team. Carson Wentz making silly mistakes, holding on though to the ball too long, just just making just poor decision making all around by Carson Wentz. And the fact that the, tw- the, the Eagles gave up 27 straight points to the Washington football team is absurd. It's absurd. The 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 uh, Philadelphia Eagles have no offensive line right now. Their right tackle is out. Their right tackle is now playing. Oh, excuse me. The left tackle is out. The right tackle is now playing left tackle, giving up eight sacks. I mean, if you thought it was bad when the front five of you know Montez Sweat and uh, uh, Chase Young and and uh, Ryan Kerrigan, Kerrigan was bad, mm-hmm. Kerrigan. Wait until uh, Brockers and uh, Aaron Donald come to town. <laughs> oh, Aaron Donald's going to cook. Let me tell you, he's going to eat all day. Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh coming off that good win on Monday night. Man, Big Ben, he looks sharp. It looks good. Like, like, like he's recovered. So I'm um, glad to see that one there. I think Pittsburgh is definitely going to take this one, as you you agree, of yeah. course. Yeah, they look yep. good. I like Deontay Johnson. Yep. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa, of course, as we mentioned, coming off that tough loss in New Orleans. Tom Brady gets his first win at home for the Buccaneers. Um, get Carolina, right game. This is a get right game. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of. This is a game you figure things out. You kind of get things going. Yep. Washington at Arizona. Arizona with a surprising win over San Francisco last week. Ooh, Kyler Murray. He, he, he is staying Bill O'Brien right now for giving him DeAndre Hopkins. Let me tell you. And didn't he, and didn't even cost them a first round pick so they can go get another running back next year. <laughs> Man, I tell you. 
Uh, what were they thinking? Arizona all the way here in this one. Um, Casey at the Chargers. Uh, obviously, Casey, um, Patrick, my homie, Mahomes, going to keep lighting it up. This is, the first They'll test be- will be... I'll be undefeated this week. I'll say that. Yes, they will. The first the test will be week three going against Baltimore. Of course, that that's going to be a good one. Of course, Baltimore and Houston, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, two of the best young QBs in this game. Man, I feel like we're just going off great young QBs. We had Mahomes, Lamar, Deshaun. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore here in this one. I think again, Baltimore's just too much firepower. Houston yeah. without D Hop. Deshaun doesn't have this money options. Um, going for Baltimore. I don't. Houston just doesn't seem to have a good defense, honestly. I, that's Baltimore all the way. Yeah, JJ Watt is not what he was. He's always injured, dude. I just feel bad. He's probably one of the most dominant players defensively we've seen in a long time, other than obviously Aaron Donald. But he's just always injured, bro. That's his, yeah. that's his problem. I mean, he can't stay healthy, and that's a problem. No. And no. Remember, the best of, best ability is availability. availability. Being on the field, yeah. you keep ain't gonna help. Yeah. Um, the Sunday night matchup is New England at Seattle, which we kind of mentioned before, too. I'm going to go Seattle here because, again, if the Patriots come out playing kind of as flat and mediocre as they did against Miami, Russell Wilson's going to tear them up. You're not beating Seattle throwing 19 passes and running 42 times. Get out of here. Yeah. And then the Monday ma- Monday night matchup is New Orleans at Las Vegas. Vegas is going to unveil that new stadium, but they don't have what it takes to keep up with Drew Brees and the Saints. It's too, too too much too much firepower down there in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is kind of Vegas might want to take the week off. I, I don't think the house is gonna win this game. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, dude. I'm telling you, man. Wow. Folks, I think that's going to do it for us here this week on What's the Word Entertainment. Glad to see we got our picks in this week. We will keep doing that. We'll keep it going as the season goes along. Be sure to tune into it next week uh, as well. We keep it going. Obed, good to see you as always, my friend. Um, going to throw it out there, folks. Again, don't forget. Don't forget. Subscribe. Like our videos. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. Obed, any final words for the people? America, be safe out there. Stay strong. Make sure that you register to vote. Make sure we uh, vote this nonsense out and get things back on track. If you can't even get me a plan, I can't give you the job. Mm. Well, well said, my friend. Again, check us out. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, What's the Word Entertainment, and on Twitter. For a bit, I'm sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.